The Glass House stands as an emblem of hope and transformation in the heart of London. This unique botanical project is not just about cultivating plants, but also nurturing souls. Focused on supporting women in prison, the Glass House bridges the gap between confinement and reintegration into society. Inside the city's hustle and bustle, this green haven provides a therapeutic space where imprisoned women can learn about horticulture, fostering skills that go beyond gardening. The act of planting, nurturing and watching a seed grow mirrors their own journey of personal growth and rehabilitation. Through the simple yet profound acts of tending to plants, these women find solace, purpose, and a renewed sense of self-worth. But the glass house does more than just plant seeds in the soil. It sows seeds of hope, empowerment, and change. By equipping these women with valuable skills and a renewed sense of purpose, it aids their transition back into the community. This botanical project underscores the belief that like plants, with the right environment and care, individuals can thrive and blossom, irrespective of their past. In bridging nature with rehabilitation, the glass house illuminates a path of resilience, growth and second chances. Welcome to the Sip and Sew podcast. So this is kind of the story of how we found ourselves at Fortnum and Mason. Invited by the Glass House to meet some of the women impacted by this amazing social enterprise. It was absolutely fantastic to hear firsthand the impact that this project has had on these women and how it can really change lives so before I just tell you all about it, let's hear from some of the people themselves and you can hear it firsthand. This is the story of The Glass House. So, hi Kelly. <laughs> thank you for joining me. Well, firstly, thank you for having me today at this fantastic venue can't get much better than this oh thank you so um, much for coming tell everyone a little bit about what we've been doing here today um and well actually no we should start by what what you actually do and what the glass house um actually does so start there i guess perfect so the glass house is a social enterprise working with women who are currently in prison or recently released we provide horticulture training and employment and we prepare women for their release. And our business is focused on houseplant installment and maintenance in offices and hospitality and retail. Um, and the women are all trained in that and work in that whilst they're in prison. And then um, when they are released, we can um, help them find employment in that industry. Or if we have a place, we can hire them as well. And we offer um, a really strong and bespoke resettlement um, offering as well to make sure that when they are released, they have housing, they have a job, they have 
um, any mental or physical wellness needs met. And if they have children in care or anything legal that they need done, we help them with that as well. Brilliant. It sounds like a fantastic project, really. Um, so t- tell us a bit more about what you've been, well, what, what we've been doing here today. So a, a big part of what we found in the last couple of years is um, that women, as they approach their release from prison, there's a lot of anxiety and stress and worry about what it's going to be like on the outside and what's waiting for them. And so what we learned when we started the project is actually one of the biggest benefits that we can provide is letting them have a little bit of um, of uh, exposure to society and to to really kind of um, be part of the world again. And one of the things that has had the biggest impact for them is our workshops. So we started offering these about two years ago, potting, uh, interior houseplant potting workshops. And a lot of companies have hired us to do that in their offices, law com- law firms, and um, private clubs. A lot of people have us in to do these. And the women love doing them because they are training people on the kind of compost they're making, how to care for their houseplant, how to propagate and grow their houseplant. And they're sharing all that knowledge that they're learning in our program. And they get to be the experts. They get to be the people teaching it. And for them, that just gives them a massive confidence boost. And it means so much to them. Yeah, I bet. Because I guess these women have been through quite a lot, right? All of them are so different, but all of them have stories and all of them have some sad, some really horrible, some, you know, un- unexpected and yeah. quirky, but they've all been through a lot, definitely. Prison is, is a place that you have to recover from. You, can get, yeah. you, know, you really have to, to, to build yourself back up again after being in prison. How did the glass house even become a thing? Where did it all start? So my co-founder um, was visiting a prison, HMP East Sutton Park in Kent, And she was hearing about one of the the main challenges they were facing was that women were going out of prison without a home, without a place to work, without really a a proper chance at even making it. And so with that, reoffending rates are higher because people don't really have any options. And so she was thinking about these, these issues that women are facing when they leave prison. And as she was walking around, she noticed that the glass houses seemed unused or not had didn't have oh, wow. plants in them and they and a lot of prisons have unused glass houses because agriculture programs have been cut um through the years or gardening programs have been cut i mean a lot of prisons have really good gardening programs but not all of them and they're not as big as they used to be so um so she saw these glass houses and she thought surely there's something i mean gl- plants are so good for people to be around nature you know having that benefit yeah. and addressing those issues so really looking at how biophilic principles can address some of the issues that women face you know it's kind of a bizarre thing to kind of put to you, put together in your mind but it really works it's amazing the women benefit from the work and and the, the kind of support we give but they also really benefit from working with plants yeah well who doesn't benefit yeah. from being around plants all day um so you've seen a lot of success from it so far, haven't you? We have 0% reoffending, which is amazing. In what a stat yeah. to have. I mean, the reoffending rates within the women population can swing between 10 and 25%. So zero is really unheard of with, with um, a program like this. It's exciting. The power of plants. The power of plants. So how can people get involved in what you do in even a small way or a big way? 
thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so first of all, um, we love doing installations and maintenance in offices and businesses. So anyone that has that wants plants in their office and wants maintenance, we would love to do that. At the moment, we provide that in London and the surrounding areas. We're really hoping to expand to go north and um, west every which way um, in the coming years. But at the moment, it's London and the surrounding areas. That's one way. But also, um, we do corporate gifting, and we have our web shop, so people can buy plants directly from us in our web shop. The women um, actually fulfill every part of that. They do all of the potting, the packing, the shipping, and so there kind of helps with their logistics training. You ship anywhere in the UK? We ship anywhere in the UK, and our plants are really beautiful and well-loved. They, uh, there's no plant that gets as much love as our plants. And we do have a shop in Cranbrook in Kent, if anyone's in the area. We would love for you to stop by. The women are always there working um, Monday to Saturday. And we also will hopefully have another shop later this year, um, or later, sorry, next year in London. We have. And um, our plants are also currently available, available in crisis shops because we did a collaboration with them this year, which has been great. Oh, brilliant. Get the word out there even more. Yes. Oh, yes. fantastic. So if nothing else, then people can buy a house plan from you guys, from your website, and know that you're supporting the glass house. Every plant. Everything that you do. Every plant has been kind of cared for and nurtured and potted by a woman in prison, and that means a second chance for that person. Fantastic. So you've talked a little bit then about what's next, but what, what's next on the plan for you guys to keep spreading the awareness and, and raising more and doing more? Gosh, um, I mean, we're always trying to um, find people like you who can help us share our story and reach more people because most people, when they hear our story, you know, they do, they get it. They're really yeah. inspired by the fact that these women get to grow and nurture these plants and, and sell them and, and it gives them a second chance. So definitely reaching more people is a big part of what we're trying to do at the moment. But we really want to be in more prisons. We want to impact more women. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot of like kind of hopeful, you know, things we would love to um, be in all women's prisons in 10 years time. Um, we specifically um, and we want to be in all open prisons. There are two open prisons in the UK, one in Kent, which is where we started. And there's one in Yorkshire. And we really want to um, really look at, at, at being there in the next year or so. So because um, we, we really want to just help more women. Well. That is just a goal to have, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I mean, you can't, you got to ask for more than that. And grow more plants. Yeah, oh, well, of course, <laughs> grow more plants. And we can all buy more. Yeah, people can buy more. So I think if there's one thing, I mean, obviously, go and buy some plants from these guys, but give them a follow on Instagram and so on. See what the guys are up to. See how you can get involved. So you are the Glass House. Botanics. Botanics mm -hmm. on Instagram. So go and give them a follow. See what these guys are up to. Um, and get involved. There's loads of different ways that you can get involved. Yeah. And I know that you and the rest of the team yeah. will all love it and benefit from it. Thank you very much. Yeah, the, the team has loved today. I've loved teaching everyone how to, we potted herb gardens today in Fortnum and Mason's in their um, I, I drink studio. And, um, and they've loved teaching everyone and being with everyone. Um, with leaders like you in the plant world. It's been fantastic just to, to hear their stories, I think, because it was one of the biggest things of, of the girls saying, how much it's impacted them just even being here today and the fact that they can just chat to us. We're all weird planty people that have come along and they can just talk to us about plants, you know, and, and they've done a fantastic workshop, showed us all how to make a really cool thing to take home. Mm -hmm. But this is part of them kind of getting back into it and really get into the swing of it and having a job and, you know, all of that that comes with it. 
the benefit you can just see them lighting up yeah. talking to us about it never mind the benefit that they must have from working with you all day in day out so it's thank you for having me because it's been fantastic to see firsthand and hear firsthand and be be a part of it and yeah i definitely just want to help you spread the word as far and wide and hopefully now listeners of the podcast will or give you a follow and get involved as well. That would be great. It would mean a lot. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Tell us a bit about, so introduce yourself, who you are, and tell us a bit about your story. And because your intro earlier was fab and you just had me hooked into your story. So tell everyone that's listening about you. Okay, so my name is Nettie Rosen and I'm one of the lucky ones or didn't have to leave prison with a backpack and I think it's 47 pounds in my pocket because I was found uh, by the Glasshouse people. When I was in my last year of my sentence, I was in an open prison and um, yeah, people have to work in prison. So I decided to work for the Glasshouse people and they are basically, they found these empty glass houses in HMP Sutton Park. And we were planting, wrapping, sending, shipping to you lovely people uh, while you were locked up on the outside of a COVID. <laughs> and we were locked in uh, in the inside. We basically were able to help you all um, by sending plants to your home offices just to, you know, make you feel all a bit better, I guess. Yeah, well, it definitely helped. Yeah. Every plant just grew in lockdown. You know, everyone became, because we were stuck yeah. in our homes, everyone wanted to bring the outside in and have those plants. So, yeah, the fact that you guys were lovingly looking after them and rafting them and sending them to us, yeah. definitely appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it helped me a lot for my mental health just to do something working with the soil, working with the plants to learn about the plants. And I have had no green fingers. I had no clue the difference between a house plant and an outdoor plant or a herb. But I learned it all in the last year of my sentence. And I'm lucky that the Glasshouse uh, project believed in me. And um, yeah, I have a home, I have a bank account, I have uh, a job. So the Glasshouse has 0% reoffending, and I'm very passionate about that to help all the other ladies who come out during the week with me to central London to do with the installations, to do the workshop like what we did today in uh, Fortnum and Mason. It's just so satisfying and rewarding. It's unbelievable. So how long were you in for in total and what was that like? Because you mentioned your mental health a little yeah. bit there. Yeah. What, what was it like and, until you found the glass house? So basically, I never thought that I would end up in prison. No. So yes, I was in court, but there was, I just never thought that I will be in prison. And I was sentenced um, based on suspicion and theories of the prosecution for money laundering. And I got 10 years, five years in prison and five years on probation. And prison looks like hell on earth i mean literally i only knew prison from documentaries and tv shows and you name it and to arrive in prison it was just i just thought that's it my life is over so i tried to do the best of it and kept very busy 
uh, in my age, I'm 56 now. I did loads of qualifications. Oh, nice. Um, I wrote a book about my life. Oh, wow. Of course, also, uh, which is a big part, is the glass house, because without them, I wouldn't be sitting here. Without them, I would not have um, survived prison, I would say. And they gave me hope and that, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, for sure. And I just know that more and more, if more and more people who are in prisons would get that love and that care and the support, there wouldn't be reoffending. But if you are released, there is no way in chance. If you don't have any help, you know, it's natural that somebody has to reoffend because they need to eat or they just think, you know what, I need to buy my drugs so they steal something and uh, end up in prison again. Yeah. And because I've been so long in prison, I've seen the same people over and over again coming in and out, in and out. And it's just heartbreaking that some of them even go and reoffend because they have no home and they are safe in the prison. They get food, they have a mattress bed. And, you know, so if this is the vicious circle. And that's the difference that the glass house can make. Absolutely. To make sure that people need yes with some of that ready yes. and that confidence I absolutely guess. and this could if more and more people like the glass house would help and invest in helping the prisoners and not just pointing the finger at them people from all sorts of backgrounds i met in prison 80 year old ladies very young pe girls you know who have no homes who don't know and didn't finish school if the government would help them believe me the prisons wouldn't be so full for 100 percent yeah for 100 percent. what would you say to people who are listening who might be thinking about getting involved in some way whether that's just buying a plan what would you say okay to them? so as maybe some people know we have a shop in cranberg but we have an online shop as well where we can sell plans all over the united kingdom there will be wrapped packed everything with so much love and care and it would make a difference to us girls and this is why people should buy from the glass house because there's such an amazing course behind it it would make such a difference because some of the money they the the viewers the listeners pay goes back into the project yeah. and it's just so amazing to see how the girls when they leave prison have a life have a proper life and have hope and know uh, they have a home and they can lean on the glass house because the glass house will never leave the girls ever they will always be there for them fantastic thank you very much thank, thank you for sitting down with me and sharing a bit of your story and thank you for your time no you're very welcome and keep up the great work thank you we need us we need more people like you to listen to our stories because People like you can make a difference in our world. Well, let's hope so. Let's think the listeners are really inspired and buy lots of plants. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Wow. I wanted to keep it short and sweet this week because I think hearing those words firsthand just speak for themselves on the impact that the glass house has on these women. And the emblem of hope that it stands for. And hopefully you believe like me that this is a fantastic project 
and I want to do anything I can to help spread the word. So that's this week's mission on the back of the podcast. Share the story of the podcast. Share the glass house on Instagram. Tell people about what you've heard and the story and the fantastic work that these women are doing. And that's what I'm going to leave you with this week. Nothing else. Next week is the final episode of the Sip and Sew podcast. The final official episode, anyway. And I can't wait for you to hear this one. It's someone who I've really grown close to through our amazing Instagram community and the perfect person to end this series of Sip and Sew. So I'll see you next week. And until then, take care.